Howdy guys, I'm Aiden of Blue Catch Productions and welcome to this very special episode of Aiden on Anchor, the show where I tell you about my life story as well as my journey with this cool little app called Anchor. This is the third one of these I'm recording today. It's still January 2nd, 2020, 6.15 p.m. So I've given myself a little bit of time since the last episode, but we're back at it again. I don't know what it is about today or why I felt the need to do three podcast episodes, but I've been feeling inspired. I wanted to talk. I wanted to reflect. And so I've just been recording these things, and we'll see how it goes. But uh, you read the title. We're going to be talking about another one of my friends today, almost a bit of a series on A Non Anchor, where I take a look at the people who have impacted my life, good friends of mine. And today, we're going to be talking about Parker Mile, also known as Carrie Knight, also known as Kari Cage, or anything of the sort. Dude has a bazillion nicknames, so it's really hard to keep track of all of them. But hey, what are you going to do? And I was trying to think what word I could best use to describe Parker as a whole. If I only had to use one word, what would that be? And I racked my brain about it. I'm like, what am I going to say? I'm going to say this or say this. And I think the word that I ended up coming to is personality. Parker has such an open, inviting, genuine personality that I think it's legitimately his strongest aspect, and it's something that I am insanely jealous of. And let me give you a bit of perspective on that. Outside of these uh, podcasts and my YouTube stuff and my content creation stuff, I'm actually kind of a shy and awkward person in real life. I don't really talk to a whole lot of people outside my family and friends, and while it's easy for me to communicate in content like this, in the real world, I'm just mainly shut up and go about my business. I don't like talking to people. I don't like the chance of inviting conflict. I like being to myself, being reserved. I didn't talk a whole lot in class. I didn't make a whole lot of friends uh, over the past couple of years, and I've definitely felt like I've gotten more inner in my shell, reserved, and almost introverty. And so when I see Parker in conversation or hear about how his life is going, I'm just immensely jealous of the fact that he just, by comparison, seems like this social butterfly, this extroverted god, this guy who has just so much social and emotional intelligence. And, and those two words specifically, social and emotional intelligence, are such big skills to have in a world like this where where people are trying to communicate and to, and to talk online and, and so many people are, are bullshitty and fake and will use you and manipulate you and all that sort of stuff. Parker, from the outset, from the moment you meet him to every conversation that you have with him, is just so genuine and honest with everything he says. The dude practically has no front about himself. And so you'll get a lot of crazy things and, and sometimes bad opinions, uh, but you'll also get what Parker's really feeling in any moment, at any time. So I never feel like I have to front around Parker. I never feel like I have to disguise what I'm feeling or what I'm saying because chances are Parker could probably read through it anyway. And I, and I just value so much how open and genuine he is as a person that that personality, that, that socialness, that extrovertedness is something that I want for myself. If I can be a little bit like Parker, a little bit like his personality, a little bit more genuine, a little bit more honest and extroverted, I would be so much farther along 
And the fact that he has it at his age is just incredible. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like in his adult life specifically. Uh, I feel like if I ever have to pitch a product or uh, have to go to a business meeting, I'll just let Parker take care of it because he probably understands more about social conversation than I ever will. So I'll just be like, go ahead, Parker, you you handle it. You, what? You don't know what I'm talking about? You just, just wing it, man. Just wing it. And he'd probably do better. That's the crazy part. He probably wouldn't have any idea why I asked him to pitch some product or why I asked him to talk to business people, but he'd kill it anyway. He'd just make the connection and be like, okay, well, I I guess this is just something I'm going to have to deal with. But it's that personality, that genuineness, that honestness about Parker that I legitimately believe is his biggest strength. He's just so inviting and and warm specifically. I, I remember the first Nerdception and obviously I had met Zach before everybody else. It was through his video and through talking to him on Skype that I was able to even be invited to that nerdception. But once I got in there, Parker was probably one of the first people uh, to strike me as a friend because a couple of other people took a little bit longer to warm up to and to have conversations with, and they all became great friends. But I didn't have to work for Parker, right? Like I immediately was like, Parker's a cool dude. Uh, Parker would be a great friend, and, and we kind of hit off that that friendship very early on. I didn't feel like it, I had to try for it uh, at all, which is, again, super valuable. Another great thing about Parker, aside from his personality, though, is just how good of an editor he is. Uh, back in the early days of Blue Catch Productions, editing was one of those things that was just very scary uh, to me. I didn't know a whole lot about it. I didn't know what was good editing, what was bad editing, and I was just very bad and unexperienced at it. And so watching Parker's videos at around 2016, 2015, uh, Parker was one of the early inspirations in terms of my own editing because I was just impressed at how he could take something like Let's Plays or short-form content and turn it into something that was interesting and creative and had artistic liberty. Uh, Before Parker, I just kind of envisioned Let's Plays as just gameplay and commentary. That's it. And you take the gameplay and the commentary, you put it together in a timeline, you hit render and you're done. Turns out, Editing is far more creative and fun than that, and I figured that out through Parker, how you could have intros, outros, turn things into moments, like visually edit specific parts, cut out the fluff, all those basic techniques, things that you're kind of supposed to know. It was really through people like Parker and Alonzo, uh, the gamer, another really good content creator, uh, that I was able to pick up on some of that stuff and to be like, whoa, editing can be fun. It doesn't have to be this boring, flat art. Uh, you can really do a lot with it if you tried. And Parker, when he tried, when he when he had a project that he was working on for a long period of time or a video he really wanted to show off, uh, you could really tell. I was just impressed. Uh, I'm still impressed at the amount of visual interest that he can have in a video and, and really respecting the audience's time Uh, with projects that he's really passionate about, how much he can put into it, and how quick he is at it. How quickly he can get a video together and and edit it in such a way that it's entertaining and then put it out and do it all over again. It's a craft. It's almost a muscle memory for him. Uh, And so that was was really a high standard I wanted to reach as well. And be like, man, if I can get some of my Let's Plays to get like that, we'd be in a pretty good place. And then I got to work with him. on Let's Play stuff, and that kind of leads me into my my third point, is that Parker is a team player through and through. You'll find that when you do stuff on YouTube, uh, and you work with other people, especially creative types, 
uh, that can be kind of a hard thing because everybody has their own flows, their own schedules, their own process of making videos. And so things like deadlines, uh, things like wanting to get things out at a certain time, uh, how you want to do it, and being open and communicative uh, can be very hard for a lot of people. Uh, it's hard for me to be open and honest about like, all right, we need to get this video out and we need to get it out at a certain time and here's what we should do and yada, 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 and really be open and honest about that. And uh, I spoke earlier about Parker's personality. The other thing about that too is that if he's committed to a project, he will come through and deliver. I've never had one instance, I don't think, in the entire time I've known him, and this is what, like two or so years in the entire time I've known Parker, I've never had an instance where I've asked for a video or asked for a project and he either flaked on me or gave me a dumb reason or didn't put it out. Like he not only was like, yo, I'm going to make it for you and I'm going to make it in a pretty quick amount of time. Or if he couldn't, he would be upfront and immediate about it too and be like, yo, I can't do it today because so-and-so and then he mean it. And then he would actually follow through. Uh, and that's, that's a rare skill. That's such a valuable skill. I'd almost think Parker would be a great freelancer just in not only his personality type stuff, but like being able to edit for people and give them what they wanted in a, in a fresh amount of time because skills like that, again, are so valuable. And that's why I really enjoy working with Parker, whether it's Lions Honor Gaming or the podcast that we used to have, Other Side of the Fence, is anytime I wanted to record Stardew, Anytime I wanted to record the podcast, uh, we would do it, we would record it, he would be there, he would be on time, he would edit it, and then he would get it out in probably like less than a week or so, unless we had a schedule for when it was going to go out, and then he ended up putting it out. I almost feel bad that I haven't collaborated with Parker uh, more, because I think we could produce a lot of really good content in a quick amount of time as well, just because Parker's so good at it, and I think probably one of my 2020 resolutions is just to collaborate more with Parker as a whole and really try out a bunch of different content. Cause all I've been able to do is like podcast and let's play type stuff. But I really want to kind of dig deeper into some other genres and some other type of videos just to see what would happen. Just to see what would happen. Uh, I've been learning a lot about Parker over the past couple of months or so recording Stardew Valley. Uh, I've been able to kind of learn about him and we've sort of been forming a bit of chemistry together uh, on-screen chemistry and can kind of talk back and forth in conversation like that. I'm like, huh, okay, this is really entertaining. I wonder what would happen if we did it with something else. And I had one of those experiences, actually. It was uh, uh, 2019, but uh, I was working on my third comedy album, The Mataram Conquest of Surabaya, and I had always just been impressed with Parker's uh, musical ability, and we'll talk about that later. Um, but I wanted to work with him on a song and I hadn't collaborated with a whole lot of people, at least on my albums. I would show up on other people's albums, but usually when it came to my stuff, I would just kind of keep it to myself. But Parker was the first person that I'd reached out with and, and wanted to make a song with him. And what was supposed to be probably like a short process ended up turning into a three to four hour conversation where we wrote the song, built it, recorded it and edited it all in this like creative whirlwind of ideas. And I just learned so much about music from him, whether it was lyrics, flow, rhythm, vocal stuff, just all of that, just really impressed with that and being like, wow, Parker knows his stuff when it comes to music, things like that. And it was just such a fun collaborative process. 
I really enjoyed that. The song's called Waves, for anybody who wants to hear it. Uh, it's on the third album, and uh, I don't know about you, but I think he made me look really good. That's all I'm going to say. Like, that that song is tight. Parker did a great job on it. It made me look way better than I usually ever do in songs like that. And that's kind of the last thing I wanted to briefly touch on was uh, Parker's musical ability as a whole. Uh, I had mentioned in the Jay episode about like how Jay was kind of an inspiration for me to get into comedy music type stuff. Uh, and Parker was also an inspiration because the two of them, and I believe Jordan as well, had a band together called Worth Much, and they still do. And that was the first time that I had really heard anybody in the Discord uh, making music stuff. And then Jay kind of went off and did the big boys and made a bunch of comedy songs. Parker, on the other hand, would mainly focus on the more serious stuff until eventually he started doing comedy music as well. And in the same way that Jay was an inspiration to be like, wow, I can really do comedy music, uh, Parker was an inspiration just to see how far I could go with it, uh, trying to match his vocal performances, trying to match his songwriting talents. Uh, I was just really impressed with, with Parker's musical ability as a whole that like I wanted to collaborate with him early on because I knew he knew way more about this sort of stuff. Uh, than I did and that's probably why he has music videos it's probably why he has comedy albums that's probably why he does worth much and and uh, all that sort of stuff because like not only is he great at making videos and video content but I would argue he's even a better job at being a musician and I don't know what where that comes from if he just built that skill if it's like a family thing or what it is I've never really asked Parker about the background of a lot of that sort of stuff uh, but man, is it good. I would say Parker is probably the strongest musically out of the group. And that's nothing against Zach and, and Jay. They both do wonderful jobs. I even think I do an okay job here and there. But Parker is probably the most consistently good out of everybody. Uh, song for song, track for track. Uh, just really delivering on what makes music good. Parker does that more often than not. Uh, he's kind of the gold standard. Uh, when it comes to like discord <laughs> group music type stuff and uh, i hope to i hope to listen to more albums from him in the future because what he's produced right now is really good and i want to hear more i want to hear more in the next decade i mean i just i just love it but yeah that's what i wanted to talk about today pretty much when it came to parker uh parker if you're listening to this specifically thank you for being genuine honest open for having such a warm inviting personality for inspiring me uh, to edit, for teaching me what you know about music, for being such a team player, and for collaborating on Stardew. It legitimately has been one of the best series that I've ever recorded, and half of that's on you, man. So thank you for, <laughs> for sticking with that and uh, for continuing to be there when I need you at any time. You're, you're a great friend to have, and not only from the content creation aspect of it, you make great content. But just as a friend, again, I feel like I can be genuine and honest around you and, and really talk about all sorts of topics and stuff like that. And, and as much as I <laughs> rag on you and as much as I'm like, oh, Parker said something stupid again, because dude can say some stupid stuff. All right. I'm not. Parker can be saying some dumb stuff in conversation. Uh, just know that it's all in good fun. It's all in jokes and jest. When I think about you as an actual person, uh, you're one of the best people I know. And I know you really value that in people. And I just wanted to let you know from the whole world in this podcast on Aiden on Anchor that you are one of the best people I know. Such a creative inspiration, a talent, and a good friend. You're awesome, dude. Keep it up.
but that'll do it for me. I really like doing these. I like, I like, <laughs> I like bragging on my friends. That's basically what this has turned into. Uh, how many times can Aiden brag about his friends? Well, believe it or not, there will be more of these in the future. I, I'm, I'm trying to form relationships with more people, but there's even a couple that I haven't discussed yet. I'm just trying to space them out so where they all don't come out in a row. So, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed this, check out in the, the description. There's a bunch of links to a bunch of different projects. Uh, you can let me know what you thought about this episode, all that sort of stuff. I assume I'm going to be getting a DM from Barker <laughs> when this episode comes out. And, uh, hey, if you want to support this podcast, you can. There's a nice little support button on Anchor, and when you click it, you can uh, donate however much you want. You don't have to, but I really do appreciate it. My good friend Jay the Zoomster has donated a dollar. Just very appreciative. Any bit of money helps, man. You know, I'm trying to move this thing along. Any little bit of cheddar along the way, it really does uh, add up over time. And uh, yeah, I think that'll do it for me. I've been Aiden of Blue Catch Productions, and I'm signing off. Bye bye.